is my daughter Paige. <laughs> and we, we love Christmas, Christmas movies and some drinking too. And a little bit of drinking. We've gotten through the holiday, so we have a With couple drinking. more <laughs> a couple more episodes to get us into 2022. With drinking. With drinking. All right, mom. <laughs> we usually we talk about the movie. This uh, episode's movie was Grumpy Christmas, and we paired a drink with the movie. What did you come up with, Mom? Well, with Grumpy Christmas, you have to have a cotton-headed ninny muggin. I'm so impressed. You said that correctly on the first try. Usually I you... read it. I have it written down because I always mess it up. <laughs> yeah, you have to kind of rev yourself up when you're about to say it. But I love job. saying it, you cotton-headed ninny muggin. That's just rude. Why would you call your own daughter that? <laughs> well, shape up and I won't have to call you that. All right. So in a cotton head and ninny muggin, this recipe, there's various recipes floating around. Mm -hmm. This recipe is from the Breckenridge Distillery. Breckenridge Distillery is located in our home state of Colorado. For once, I actually know where this place is, unlike any of our other podcasts oh. where I'm lost. Breckenridge, I understand. Yes. Got it. And this, so the in a cotton head and ninny muggin is <laughs> Breckenridge bourbon, uh, some maple syrup. Ooh. And we got authentic syrup. Ooh. And you top it with ginger beer and you and you serve it over crushed ice. And you can garnish it with cotton candy, candy canes, and candy corn. Wow. But you can't find candy corn at Christmas time. No. No. no, you'd have to stockpile during Thanksgiving. You should have thought of this ahead of time. I should have thought of it. <laughs> so, bartender garnished it with candy canes. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, this will be interesting. All yeah. right, cheers. Cheers. Ooh, wow, that's actually good. It is good, and you can taste the candy canes in the bottom. I thought the peppermint was going to be weird, but no, no it's great. This is really good. I really like this. This would be good in the summer, honestly. I know. You oh. can be a cottonhead in any mugging in the summer, too. <laughs> yeah. How many times are you going to say that? I'm going to say it as much as I can because I love saying cottonhead in any mugging. All right. Be careful. You might hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like I said, we watched the movie Grumpy Christmas on Netflix. Turns out this movie is in Spanish. Mm -hmm. So did you watch it in Spanish with subtitles or did you watch it with the English dub? Well, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. That's kind of the whole point of this podcast. We just I know. <laughs> so I didn't know there was a choice. Let's oh. do our predictions first. Okay. So my prediction was... A family comes together at Christmas for the first time in several years after the passing of a beloved matriarch. They must face their complicated past in order to come together in time for Christmas. Mm, no. No. I mean, I got the family part right. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, my prediction was two grumpy old men who are retired in Florida try to reconcile for Christmas so that their married kids will visit. I that would, would have that. been a better movie. That would have been a great movie. But, I, okay, so getting back to the subtitle. I didn't yeah. know this was in Spanish. I wish I would have watched the version with um, subtitles because right. I was so distracted by the awful voiceovers oh, the, yeah. the whole movie that I couldn't concentrate on the movie because I thought, this is stupid. This is stupid. I don't like these voices. They don't match the people. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm wondering if I watched it with subtitles if I would have liked it more 
Cause I think I would have. Yeah, I just felt a little blanketed by the with the English dub. So I wish when you watch a foreign language movie, I wish Netflix would give you a choice. Yeah, um, I, I kind of went. They do. But they no, they I didn't say it just started. It, if when you you know how at the menu that it, you'd ask for if you want to do subtitles. Yeah. When you do that, you can select what version of the movie and if you want English subtitles. Okay, so if you I haven't watched the movie that. yet, pick it in Spanish and watch the subtitles. Yeah, Man, I must have missed that. Go back, good to know. So where was this located? It was Mexico. Oh. It was filmed in Mexico, so I'm assuming it was Mexico. It looked beautiful. Yeah, would you want to spend Christmas in a tropical place? I would not say that I'd never do it. I, I think I would like to, just to try it. I mean, this Christmas was 50 degrees and sunny out, so... <laughs> not where we were. Well, I know, you drove up and then to the mountains. <laughs> I did not, but I'd, I would like, I could try it. I mean, other people seem to enjoy it, so there's got to be something about it. And all these people, I'm guessing, were from Mexico, so this is their usual. Now, there was one character that he spoke in English. Yes. So I bet it would be funny to watch it in Spanish, and it'd probably be subtitles in English when he spoke. Oh, yeah. And, and well, <laughs> it took me about half of the movie to realize that he wasn't dubbed. <laughs> no. <laughs> I felt really stupid when I realized that he was just speaking English. So he, he was, at first I thought maybe their lips were off because you know how sometimes your TV. It's, it's not synced right yeah, it's not synced right. Yeah, right. And, and then I'm like, no, it's way off. And then I realized. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole premise of the movie is this old man i guess this is a second movie the sequel first... to the patriarch which yes. came out in 2016 yes and so the old man whose name was servando he got kicked out of a nursing home for hitting one of the nurses with his cane <laughs> and so then he goes to live with his son fran right yeah francisco francisco who's married to alma and they decide to go on a family trip to alma's aunt's house which is very beautiful and very mm -hmm. nice, and they were going to spend Christmas there. So that's really the premise of the movie. They get to the aunt's house, and then the aunt, whose name is Alma? No, that's... Oh, Alicia. Uh, Alicia and Servando start getting into this kind of feud because they want to control Christmas. Well, they're both hard-headed. Right. But... And uh, the man, Servando, mm -hmm. he wants christmas his way and and for some reason alicia doesn't like traditional christmas right with santa claus and see one of the couples uh are two dads to a little boy they just adopted and uh-huh she told him that Santa wasn't coming there and freaked him out. And... <laughs> Which was not cool. No. So I was on the family side for being mad at her. Even if you don't want to like celebrate Christmas, if you have a little kid in the house they kind of take over. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that was interesting. And then the rest of the movie was just kind of the hijinks that they get into. Like uh, Servando and Alicia get into a sort of prank war. So in the middle of the night, Alicia goes and opens up Servando's door to his room. So he gets covered in mosquito bites. And then he turns on the faucet while she's in the shower so she she gets like a really cold shower 
and she retaliates by moving his umbrella when he takes a nap outside so he gets super sunburned. So that was the really the only part that made me really laugh out loud. The rest <laughs> of it I wasn't super impressed with. Okay, I have a confession. Okay. So I watched it up to the point where Servando and Alicia were on the the sailboat. Uh-huh. And now who was the dude that that unhooked the sailboat and he was acting like the counselor to Alma and Fran? Who was he? Was that the English dude? Yeah, he was the one that was smoking pot with the servant. <laughs> yeah, <that's funny. laughs> um, he, I think he is a couple's therapist. I think he was Fran and Alma's couple's therapist. And he just went on Christmas vacation with them? I guess they thought they needed I wonder his what help. that bill's going to be. I know, right? <laughs> so he decided to intervene because yes. he figured that Servando and Alicia would are meant to be together. So he unhooked the sailboat, which don't sailboats have anchors? I, uh, I don't talking know, to the wrong he person. He unhooked it and they floated out. And of course they're arguing and then they realize that they're floating out to sea. So then they start drinking and getting along. Mm -hmm. And that is when I shut it off because I had a date to go shopping. (laughs) And bought a very important (laughs) gift for yourself. Merry Christmas to you and from dad. And I meant to finish it, but I really wasn't ambitious to finish it. So tell me how, what happens after that? So after that, they're in the boat and they're kind of tipsy. And so then they start actually reconciling. And so they kiss. But then Servando starts like freaking out. He thinks he's having a heart attack. And at that point, they called the Naval Guard or Coast Guard or whatever to come in and bring the boat back in. So they haul Servando off to the hospital. Turns out he did not have a heart attack, but he had a panic attack. And then he confides with Fran saying, I haven't been with anyone since your mother died. So when I kissed her, I just freaked out. (laughs) So that happened. And then... The whole ordeal with Fran and Alma is that Alma got mad at Fran before that, thinking that he put work first. So she got mad at that, but then he found out that the expo he was working for got canceled. So then he started putting in a lot of time to Alma, but he didn't tell her that the expo was canceled so that she would be extra impressed with what he was doing for her. However, ends up that the expo gets re- established so he goes off to talk to do that and then Servando gets cleared out of the hospital and he goes with Fran to go to this expo because he thinks he's not welcome at Alicia's house so they both leave but then they have a change of heart and try to get back and then eventually they get back and you find out that Alma's pregnant and not Alicia (laughs) oh not Alicia that that would be a little bit impossible (laughs) So that's really what happened. It just it wasn't a substantial movie. I think if maybe we saw the first movie and got more attached to these characters. So does do Servando like and Alicia end up together? I think so. I think if I remember. How does correctly. it end? Um <laughs> <laughs> Please someone quick write in. Such Let us know how it ends. Podcasters. Uh, I'm trying to remember. So he, they go back on the boat 
and he find when he was first on the boat he found this compass that didn't work but then they, when they go back on the boat they reconcile again and then he gives her this gift of this compass that was fixed and i believe this boat maybe belonged to her sister or it meant a lot to alicia because it reminded her of her sister so it was like a precious thing for her and that's how it ends I believe so. Everyone was pretty happy. I think they had a really big bonfire on the beach on Christmas, which is so interesting because that's not something I think of. Oh, Christmas, the night of Christmas. What would I want to do? Oh, a bonfire on the beach. That's not what we're used to. So it was kind of cool to see um, a different region and how they celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Well, it was filmed in Mexico. Yes. And a fun fact is that because of COVID, it was filmed... um, at three different time frames over the last two years. Huh. So they kind of, they really had to split up the filming. And the two older actors, the the Hector Bonilla, who plays Don Servando, and Angelica Maria, who plays Alicia, uh-huh. they both, like, Hector has 102 acting credits. Uh, right. And she has 103 acting credits. So, and they're, but they're mostly Spanish films. So I bet if you were from Mexico, you knew mm-hmm. who these people were. Yeah. Oh, I bet. They were probably really well known. And I'm sure the acting was fine. The voiceover dubs were yeah. horrendous. That's why I want to watch it again with right. the, the the subtitles because I bet it's just It's probably a lot funnier. Better. Yeah. I'm sure the patriarch would be funny to watch and then watch this one. So then you'd really know what's going on. Because I, I felt a little lost, a little out of the loop while watching this movie. Didn't you? Well, no, I don't think I needed to watch the first one. Well, what about those other two younger characters who were sleeping together, but then she didn't want to commit to him? Yeah, how did that turn out? Uh, she, (laughs) She ended up committing and she's like, yeah, let's do a let's do this relationship thing. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. So they reconciled. Well, in the first movie, evidently the plot is he comes out of his assisted living because he hits a nurse with the cane. <laughs> um, and then um, he goes and lives with his son and his son lives in like this hippie community. So it's uh. him, his wife, his their son, but they're not married. And he lives with a bunch of other what they call describe as hippies. So he does have a kid. Yes. I was confused because he said something about his kids are, or said something about how these people are on tour and whatnot. But then when Alma announces she's pregnant, he's like, I'm going to be a dad. And then Servando's like, I'm going to be a grandpa. So I thought that he, that they had kids and I was like, wow, they seem pretty young to have grown kids who aren't here. But I wonder if they were talking about their hippie Uh fellows well I, it could possibly be that the kid is actually his girlfriend's so this would be his first biological kid oh so it's almost kid yeah uh, that could be it yeah well i don't know i'm i think if i had more context i would maybe enjoy this movie a little bit more but unfortunately i just wasn't really into it no i right. yeah i think it i i like to blame it on the voiceovers they were yeah. bad I think that'd be fair. It reminded me of when I was 18, I was in Italy, and we were in a hotel lobby, and MASH was on. (laughs) And growing up with my dad, MASH was on every night after the news, and you just watched, I mean, we've watched it so many times. Yeah. And it's on in the lobby, and it was in Italian. It was dubbed in Italian. 
<laughs> and so, and they were calling him, instead of Klinger, they were calling him Klinger. And, and we were just laughing at all the right spots because we had seen that episode so many times. We knew what was going on, <laughs> even though it was in Italian. Yeah. So it was kind of funny. I thought about trying to watch it in Spanish with my very minimal knowledge of the Spanish language, but I wasn't brave enough to try. I feel like I would have gotten a little lost, but it would have been a fun exercise. That was always the fun time in Spanish class when your teacher is usually, you know, the day before break, your teacher says, oh, let's just watch The Lion King in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) That was always fun. (laughs) What else? I like... One of their traditions was argument night. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, where you just gather around as a family and argue with each other and get everything out so you can enjoy the holiday. Honestly, I think that's kind of a good idea. <laughs> I think that the society has kind of forgotten how to argue, you know, in a structural positive way that you can, right. that if you argue net right now, it seems like then you're not friends anymore. Yeah, well... We don't have to get super into it. No, but I'm not. I'm just saying that if if we if, if you <laughs> as had, we start arguing, no, <laughs> if you had a night where you had argument night, then you would learn right. that you can separate the subject from the person. Exactly. That you can you can disagree about the subject, but still yeah. love the person. Exactly. So I'm thinking maybe we should start that. Let's start this tonight. Yes. Argument night on. Ding, ding. Oh, dear. No. <laughs> Let's put it on for later. Yeah, we better not go there on the podcast. Because Christmas is over. I already got your present. That's true. I already got yours. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to start this, start after Christmas. Yeah, after Christmas. I really liked Alma's fashion choices. I thought she was pretty cute. Oh, that dress she wore to that romantic dinner. That's exactly. I that wrote that in my notes. That was a beautiful dress. I love that it looked dress. looked really good on her. Well, I mean, she's also a gorgeous woman, so <laughs> that doesn't hurt either. Well, and Alicia wore nice clothes, I she thought. She did. Yeah. She. So finally, Netflix was able to get a wardrobe person who mm-hmm. knew how to dress her sub, his or her subjects. Yeah. Because I was All just, different shapes. Yeah. I was just listening to our podcast of the California Christmas movie and how terribly that wardrobe did but mm-hmm. this one had a good wardrobe not necessarily i didn't like fran's wardrobe but i think that was the point i guess especially now knowing that he's from a kind of a hippie community yeah kind of bohemian kind more of. sense yeah i think that's really all i have there was some serious moments in the movie where savando and alicia were talking about the stage that they're in in their life alicia reveals that she has an aneurysm that could kill her at any moment i don't know why she's not on blood thinners or something that helped yeah. out with that and then servando talks about his age and whatnot so there are some serious moments but it's meant to be a comedy but i didn't get a lot of it I was also watching this the day after Christmas, and I was kind of comatose, so. (laughs) (laughs) Too much sugar. Well, yeah, a lot of life events, too. (laughs) Yes, do you want to mention your life event? Yeah, we can talk about it. So, I had my own little Hallmark moment this Christmas Eve. Jared, my now fiancé, proposed to me. It was very sweet. And I got the whole story from him, of course, when he was done. So I guess last week, when while we were podcasting, Jared came over because he wanted to help decorate cookies. So he was over. He was outside with the bartender having a chat. And I guess while we were podcasting, he asked if he would have his blessing for get proposing. And so then he went to go get a ring 
and he was a little worried that it wasn't going to get in on time. So he's like, I know Paige loves Christmas and I want her, to, I want to propose on Christmas Eve, but it might not happen. It might have to be New Year's Eve. <laughs> but luckily the ring came in on time. So we fast forward to Christmas Eve, Jared and I were together all day and he was acting really spazzy and weird. <laughs> and after all of our family commitments, everyone went home. We were here at your house. Uh, my dad, he said, well, Jared and Paige, why don't you go downstairs and help clean up the bar? So we go, I go downstairs, I'm cleaning up. So then Jared comes down and he says, Paige, in a tone that I'm like, oh no, <laughs> something big's about to happen. He's either breaking up with me or he's proposing. <laughs> <laughs> So he stands in front of our Christmas tree and he says, I'm having such a wonderful Christmas with you. I want to spend the rest of our lives spending Christmas together or something like that. I kind of started blacking out at this point because I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening. <laughs> and he gets down on one knee and he says, will you marry me? And he opens up the ring box and it has a light in it. So the, the ring was very sparkly and I determined it was a good enough ring, so I said yes. No, <laughs> I would have said yes to anything. So I said yes, so I'm engaged now. And I didn't know a thing about it. No, so I come upstairs, I go back upstairs, and I said, Mom, guess what Jared did? And she's like, what? I'm like, he proposed. What did you think when I said that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I I, was glad. I glad yeah. I didn't have to do an intervention and. <laughs> Don't have to, to get in. on it. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's a special guy. So he is. So we're very excited. We are happy to invite him into our family. Yeah, and we haven't scared him away. Not yet. <laughs> Nothing's official yet, so could easily take it back. <laughs> nah. I'm just kidding. You got the ring, right? It was kind of funny though, because after he proposed, and you know, we teared up and hugged and stuff, and then I turned. I'm like. Do we still need to clean up the bar? <laughs> Jared said, no. <laughs> I was just a rose to get you down here. He said he considered doing it with Molly, my dog, our dog in the room, but she would have just been too chaotic, and so he just kept it the two of us. And... Well, bartender was in charge of getting the champagne, and he forgot oh. until the afternoon. <laughs> so when I was in the shower, he ran to get the, the champagne, and my... Watch always tells me when my car has been moved. Oh. And it told me that. I'm like, why did you move the car? Oh, I just had to get something out of the garage. <laughs> but what he was really doing was zipping down to our local liquor store, which seems to be being, having a really great season. <laughs> you know, you guys seem to be there on a weekly basis. <laughs> so anyway, that's good. Yeah, it was fun. He he did a pretty good job of throwing me off the scent because I thought to myself, if this were to happen, it, Christmas would be a great time for him to do it. So I did my nails just in case. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> but he said something, you know, a week ago about like, oh, yeah, I ordered your present. And I was like, oh, okay, that's not a good sign. And then we were packing up all the presents to leave. And he brings down this big old bag. And he's like, okay, this is my present for you. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> just prepping myself and saying, Paige, don't be mad at him. I'm sure he'll get you a really nice gift. Just be happy that he's he's there and he's giving you a nice gift. But he gave me the best gift. So that can be our cheers to you. Cheers to you, Jared. Cheers to you, Jared, you for it. making Thank a you. Hallmark moment 
during this Christmas season. I know. I couldn't have asked for anything better. Should we have a Christmas wedding? I don't know. No. Comment on our website and let us know. <laughs> what should Paige do to have a Hallmark wedding? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't know about that. So, yeah, that was fun. Okay. What's our next segment? Oh, we forgot hot takes. Did oh, you watch yeah. anything? I watched one movie. I watched The Christmas House 2. So, obviously, that was also a sequel, but I was aware <laughs> <laughs> that this was a sequel, and I remember the first one prominently. So, it was a cute movie. It's about these two brothers who end up competing to have the best decorated house. And just the one thing that kind of irritated me about the movie was that one brother was a famous actor, one brother wasn't. And one of the main storylines was that the non-actor brother always felt a little jealous or a little left behind because he has this really like popular famous brother and he says for once i would just like to be the winner so i'm gonna spoil some things just so you know so they do the competition and then the non-famous brother wins which is awesome so there's this like a televised thing so everyone's celebrating and then the famous brother goes off to the side and he thinks no one's watching but then he proposes to his girlfriend that he falls in love with in the first movie so then all the cameras and everyone go to them <laughs> and they get all the attention but then he doesn't say anything but it's like that's kind of ruining the whole point of this movie was to give this other guy a chance but then the other brother just really ruins it all but it was a cute movie i would i would recommend watching both of them because the acting is really sweet the stories are really sweet so i have to put that on my list yeah i three out of five i don't know at this point in the season i can't remember what i've watched and i've had the <laughs> tv on nonstop, so i'm just gonna, blurred together uh, yeah I, I don't think i watched anything new this yeah time around but from this movie with poor voiceovers <laughs> do you have any advice for alex from this oh yeah our alex are you listening segment where we give life and or love advice you know i would say that my advice is kind of related to the fran alma situation where work yes is important it's your livelihood but you need to make sure you find time for the ones that you love even if you don't have a, a partner at the moment Enjoy your family or your friends. Make sure you're giving them the time that they deserve. Yeah, put your phone down for a while. I'm holding my phone right now. Are you talking <laughs> to me? No. <laughs> and if you have a situation, get on a sailboat and shove off. <laughs> <laughs> and stay on it and drink until you solve it. Right. Any argument can be fixed on a sailboat. sailboat. <laughs> At night. Yeah. All right. Um, I think. That's really it. Any last minute things? Uh, no. Just that this wasn't one of my favorites. No, unfortunately. We gave it our best shot, though. I do. That's why I appreciate this podcast, because I never would have even given this movie a chance if it wasn't for this podcast. So, yeah, that's a true. I guess that's a good thing. Okay. Well, I think we've dragged this out enough. <laughs> You're dragging it out a little bit because I'm, I'm enjoying my drink. I know. That drink's really good. So um, if you want the recipe for this drink, you can go to our website, which is drinkthehalls.com. We also have all of our episodes on our website, and you can leave a comment on our website as well. You can do it anonymously. You can just make up a name, and we won't know. 
Uh, you can also go to our Facebook page, uh, which is called Drink the Halls. We have an Instagram page at Drink the Halls Pod. All of our episodes are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Listen and subscribe. Like, comment, let us know that you're out there, and we'll see you in our last episode. If we have one more left. One more. Adios.